Hello, and welcome back to All Opinions No F This is Preston. And Brennan. And we got a special guest today in an alternative up? environment. My cousin Jordan. What's up, Jordan? What's up, cousin Jordan? What's up, Jordan? So, this has been an impromptu day where Jordan and I met up at his place, and he comes out with a bunch of beers. And I realized we just started getting drunk based off delicious beers. And I said, Preston, podcast, Jordan's house. So we are at Jordan's house, hanging out. We're going to talk about beers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, we have three Bs for you, and we're going to start off with the first B. Beers. Beers. Dub uh, beers. Front Edge Beer Game here in Southern California. Uh, we have a special thing called Smoothie Beers. It's uh, kind of a tangent off the sour ales. Then again, as I said, it's uh, pr practically pretty new to the industry. It's, uh, I wouldn't say healthy, but it's quite a liquid candy. You guys should definitely try it out and give it a peek at your liquor store. So how today went down was Jordan came out with a variety pack, and we just started tasting them. It was like the equivalent to wine tasting for beers. I think I liked the blueberry the best, which is like a, it's more tart. And then the... Strawberry, what was the strawberry? Yeah, uh, this stuff gets quite more intense than just berry, my friend. This is cherry berry cheesecake double jammer, to be specific. There it is. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's the one I just tasted. Delicious. Absolutely insane, guys. So, like, when we pour it, it's literally thick. Oh, yeah, you got to give this a roll, a tilt, shake side to side. Yeah, so on the side of the can, it's, there's a little symbol that says, keep cold, roll can before pouring. So when I saw Jordan pulling these out of the fridge, he started rolling around on the coffee table. I was like, huh, okay, I guess that's how you shake a can without shaking it. Yeah, are we allowed to give shout-outs to these companies on here? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah like, what we're talking about is Burning Barrel. Um, it's out of Rancho Cordova, California. Um, these things are running 7.6% on these Imperial s Smoothie Sours. These things are absolutely a killer way to catch a buzz, guys. Yeah, so Tyler, if you can somehow get your hands on these, Paul as well, they are fucking bomb. Talk well, about, like, dessert in a beer can. It's like a melted acai smoothie, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, like, it's like, some it's, some are like, okay, you know this is, like, calorie-derived. Then some are like, you know what, this could be kind of healthy. Then you're like, no, I'm drunk now. It's not healthy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Jordan and I had, I think, two or yeah. three. And we said, let's go to the, let's go to the beach. Let's slow down. Because we've got to maintain until Preston gets here. We call it an Uber, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing you're in walking distance to the beach. So, we had to wait four hours before Preston got here. I was like, I can't be hammered. But, uh, so far, so good, man. You bought how many? 18 of them? Uh, but uh, this weekend I bought seven four packs, ranging from sadly thirty three dollars per four pack to fifteen. So, so it's a premium. So it's yeah, it's this is quite a luxury thing, you know. It's I don't know. I, I've yeah. seen some of those bottles in the grocery store that are like sixteen dollars each or like ten dollars each. So yeah, it's not, that's nothing I mean, crazy. I mean, hey, if you got you guys are one of those people going out to the bars, you know, you're buying your fancy twelve dollar whatever you want to call it. You know, this is still a better shot, man. You know, like at worst you're paying, you know, nine dollars a can, but you're getting something that's, you know, quite unique, limited. Right. Yeah, you know what this is? This is soccer mom, meal replacement. That's what this is. <laughs> in the minivan. Pound one of these in the morning. Get through your day. <laughs> I mean, if I were to Delicious. be like that, I definitely have the peanut butter banana creaming. Yeah, that one that was the first one I tried. It was really yeah, okay. shout out the burning barrel on that one on the double thick milkshake. Literally says you're getting your protein in. So yeah, yeah I used to make a lot of smoothies and one of my favorites was banana and peanut butter and so that one brought that right back. And you said it has Plus, like I got buzzed. Yeah. It's and insane. it has protein in it too, right? Because of the peanut butter. It really does have peanut butter in it. Like so Yeah, my first pour of this emptying the can, like on the full tilt, I'm literally shaking out, call it thickness, out of the can <laughs> on top of my frothing beer. And it's just like, holy shit, this is going to get me drunk too? This is great. It's been a pretty fun day. It's been a pretty fun day. Yeah. And so how this escalated was, well, we can't keep, keep drinking. Press, I mean, uh, Preston's going to be here in four hours, three hours. Jordan just got a Traeger. Is that how you say it? 
Traeger? Yeah, I just got a Traeger grill. And so we went to Stater Brothers, got a piece of meat, smoked it, and now we're drinking beers and we just ate. Pretty awesome night. Good old Burgundy tri-tip. Shout out Stater Brothers. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. There you go. So good. Shout out Traeger Girls for that smoking meat, too. Honestly, a couple weeks in on the Traeger and got to say more than happy about it. Why do you like it? Uh, simplicity, you know. I went from your mom and pop square-shaped charcoal grill. I love this flavor of charcoal. I'm not really your gas kind of guy. Right. But my goodness, the simplicity to flip the switch and get that smoking flavor and uh, carry out long rides of smoke for hours throughout the day without having to be paranoid of burning your meat is like no other. Because if you're like me, you're getting off the couch every 30 seconds to check on that shit. Sure. Yeah. Sure. sure. Do you have a barbecue, Preston? No. Um, the closest I've ever had to barbecues is cast iron pans, which is not really that close. Yeah. <laughs> so not a trigger. So no. Uh, you can sear my steak, my friend. <laughs> the first time I had a steak, I think I was 17. So I'm not, I was not a barbecuer. Did you enjoy the smoked meat? Barbecues was hot dogs and hamburgers. Yeah, right, right. Do you like smoked meat? Did you like it? Oh yeah, it was fucking amazing. Yeah. It reminded me of, uh, in my old place that I was roommates with Paul, there were the back neighbor who was attached. Mm-hmm. The back house was... Uh, uh, Jesse smoked like a ton of meat every time there was a Super Bowl, and so he always had the best Super Bowl parties. Yeah, it's a it's a fun uh, hobby. I think I got into smoking, wanting it into smoking. But my brother, when I lived with him years ago, he bought a smoker. So Thanksgiving and like the holidays, we smoked like turkey, which is amazing too. Yeah. So it, it's just a long process and how long you want to go with it, and depending on the meat. We had tri tip today, right? Yeah, that was a that was a burgundy tri tip. Wow. We did three hours? Yeah, we did three to four hours on the smoke, then kicked it up to about 250 for about an hour until we had a thermostat read about 160 on the internal temperature. That thermostat's um, pretty badass you got too. Oh, that was nice. Um, let's see, we got the box right here. Shout out Govi. Built smart things at a great price, I can say that as well. 25 bucks. I got a two prong barbecue thermostat. Nice. And uh, you guys commented when I sliced the meat. I think that's all you can ask for when you're slicing some meat for your friends. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> oh, hey, there you go, man. That was very good. Yep. Oh, I was going to ask. Uh, so it looked like there might have... Did you season it with anything? Was there anything on the outside of the meat, or was it just the smoke that flavored it? We bought it pre-seasoned. Okay. It was a burgundy tri-tip. Um, so I don't know what that means. Texas burgundy tri-tip. It's, a, it's more of a... Uh, I'm not 100% sure if it's like a wine, but it's definitely a, you know, like dark red sort of seasoning. Yeah. Okay. You know, if it's always it's always like that dark purple kind of stuff. Okay. So it's pre-seasoned. Yeah, it's, it's darker and darker in color, and I'd say it's like, it looks like a cranberry almost. Like It's a really subtle flavor. It's really good. But then when we came here, you, you had the um, spray bottle. Yeah, we went all out on this one. We, uh, we made a little mop sauce. Mop sauce. What's that? Yeah, I don't know either. Mop sauce is something that you traditionally put on a brisket for your slow cook. Something that you're putting on every hour on the on the coat on top of the fat or whatever the meat to make sure that stays juicy. That practically usually makes a mix of whatever beer choice, Worcestershire, apple cider vinegar. That's what. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, you practically the instructions that I got from you know Traeger is you know put it on every hour and you know it helps keep your meat nice and just moist. Just spray it a nice coating, get it completely wet. And yeah. Every hour. Okay. Nice coat every hour. Huh. You know, well, it fucking works. That shit yeah, was right. tender and delicious and juicy. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Job so yeah, no, I, it's a good hobby to have, man. I mean, I cook with purpose. Not I need to start. I need. I don't use my barbecue period. Yeah, that's I think, the bottom line. I think I cook for myself. I'm lazy as shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Weekends are meant for uh, beer and... Uh, what was the three B's we got going on there? Beer, business, beef. and... Beef. And beef. So we, sent, we jumped we from one to three. Talked about beer and beef. Yeah. We'll get down to a little business later, you know, real world talk. So, fun. Jordan is a decade younger than me, and I, I feel as if I've been like his older, indirect brother... So we've had really good conversations along the years, covering all spans of everything. Uh, a lot of good memories. So to get Jordan on here is a, a privilege, 
But Jordan, I'm pretty impressed by because post high school, he started being an entrepreneur and today he has his own business of window washing, pressure washing, what else you, what other services you other you provide? We, pr- we try to like stay good at like what we do. We don't try to cover too broad of a spectrum. Right. Smart. Yeah. yeah. We, we stay good at what we do. We, yeah, we're good at what we do. So uh, we try and charge top dollar, maintain a professional business and uh, residential in a beautiful county of San Diego. Uh, there's plenty of views, there's plenty of homes, and uh, people notice the difference once they have a professional service once, they always have his back again, and anybody that knows anything about business knows that residential business is good. Right. So Jordan's really good with on his uh, Instagram, going to these multi-million dollar homes, uh-huh. and showing off the views, and my jealousy kicks in. Yeah. And because that's where he works at. That's his fucking work site for the day. So Different office every day. And they're day. probably happy to show off their amazing homes on social media, right? So, I mean, I, it's kind of just like to myself kind of thing. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not no like big shot like Instagram guy right. or just person yeah. in general. You know what I mean? But, you know, just sharing to my you know personal account. I do go to a lot of beautiful homes around here that's in awesome. the county. Yeah, you know? that's awesome. Within, within 15 minutes, we have the Encinitas right. Cliffs to... Ranch Santa Fe, so oceanfront everywhere. There's this neighborhood above, like the Rancho Penasquitas Preserve, that's super nice. Have you ever been over in that area? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, What city? Um, Rancho Penasquitas. It's Uh, like forest. It's like just the yeah, I think so. Forest area. area. Yeah, it's called PQ, but it's like four S is right next to it. Okay. So it's the same it's, it's funny how they literally call it like 4S. Yeah, that's great. You know? So, yeah, I think <laughs> Again, all these acronyms. The guy here. making the sign was, you know, his job was a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> how do I simplify this? I've been to a park there. There's a big wilderness, like preserved wilderness area. Lots of trails. I've mountain biked yeah, there a lot. I think I've hiked there with Yeah, there's Benny. miles and miles of trails. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. really pretty. Yeah, it is. But anyway, there or there's I've gone there with her kids and we drink and watch them hike. Right. Yeah. One other thing. Yeah. Right. Same thing. Potato potato. <laughs> yeah, a lot of beautiful uh, homes around the area. You know. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, good gig. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a fun gig. You like it, right? I mean, it's been very successful for you. Yeah, I'm the kind of guy that I can't really uh, sit and be happy. I'm kind of moving around, and that's how I do. It's kind of great to meet new people every day and every week course of me all walks of life you know of course you run into someone that you know obviously don't don't click with and you know that that is what that is but at the same time to be able to go and like meet a lot of like great people that live in the county that aren't only just your they don't have to be rich you know i mean all walks of life i mean i'll do Mm -hmm. you know your hundred dollar job to your you know thousand plus dollar job you know i mean it doesn't matter but it's great to meet people Uh from you know that single bedroom person that's just like awesome right. you know and it's great to catch up with them it's great to go to those ladies houses and literally have a tea party with them after yeah it's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. this girl this lady in solana beach i've been doing that past three years you know she just loves me and we have like literally have tea and biscuits that's so like, awesome that's like, so classy dude like every that's single time i go there <laughs> like and just like talk about life real quick and she's from out of the country too and she, yeah, she, she's she from she's from serbia oh shit serbia and it's yeah you know, she's you know, she's a really neat lady That's so right. uh bottom line it's just really cool to meet new people each week yeah, yeah seriously i would definitely say you're a customer service oriented person and really good at that but uh of your business thus far what do you think your recurring business percentage is a repeat business yeah probably 70 percent. that's huge yeah that's huge What's your worst complaint you've had? Sadly... Being too sexy or no? <laughs> no, sadly, uh, that's a really easy one to answer, you know, unfortunately. But about a year and a half ago, there is someone in Solana Beach who, if anyone doesn't know, that is a very nice area to live. Um, they canceled a $650 check behind my back. Oh, oh shit. Uh, yeah, that, and that was my first time, like, really, like, dealing with, like, a, a conflict to mm-hmm. where, like, we're, you know, eventually led to threatening to go to court. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you run into, I guess you can't please everyone when it comes down to that, but, you know, where, where that, like, ended up is that, you know, we gave her a few hundred dollar discount and I got a check and, you know, just we just moved on, on to our separate ways, mm-hmm. you know, she's just one of those people, you know, you just try to protect your business image. Yeah. Yeah, you're safeguarding, you safe face and result. But, 
you yeah, know, that's awesome. it just goes to show that unfortunately that was one of the I would say on first meet one of the nicer people I've met, and she seemed to be very thankful hmm. for the service she got, mm-hmm. and then stabbed me in the back afterwards. So hmm. it happens. Never know, guys. Never know, guys. Well, again, I think trying to find your business scope, learning about business, and keeping your public keep face. paperwork of your work so that you know if you ever need to take some of the court that you got you got proof of everything if anyone has a small business out like there invoices to services provide rendered receipts invoices yeah. and it doesn't all have to be paper you can keep digital copies and make sure you back that shit pictures up. before and after differences of what you've done yeah what is your protocol in going into a business a job walk let's say what is your protocol <laughs> do you take pictures and quote it out what's your process in the window cleaning and power washing world around here, uh, we usually start off with a like a window count. Mm-hmm. It usually goes like traditionally, you know, anywhere from like eight to twelve windows per thousand square feet. We charge per window. It's going about eight to twelve bucks a window, depending on you know how dirty tracks and screens and. So windows are of all shapes and sizes. Is there like right. an average size? Do you count certain windows as more than one? Yeah, we count only, we things that just seem obviously large is like what I say. Okay. And things that are obviously large, like for a sliding example, door versus exactly a, a window. A sliding glass door is two windows. Okay. It's two. You know, what I mean, there's two tracks. It's quite a large amount of surface area to clean and scrub. Right. You know, but your traditional window that slides into itself, up and down, side to side. It's one window, so okay. mm-hmm. it's a cool gig, you know, yeah. there's a great before and after difference. People, especially on Snapchat, like, they love that one, uh, one thing, like, the most, like, that satisfying, like, whatever. Well, you see the you results know, so. right away, right? That's yeah. the best thing about the job. Well, yeah, it's like after you clean a room and you step back, it's like, oh, it looks so much better. Now it's your entire house. That's, like, your image that you're presenting to the rest of the world, so, yeah. No, absolutely. I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit, that's a window? Stroke that ego, you know? It's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, power washing as well, especially with the before and after differences. Yeah. You know, that's so what is so the power washing to, like, clean the siding and stuff? Yeah, uh, power washing, I mean specifically in surface cleaning, stucco cleaning. Okay. Um, lots of stucco in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Lots of stucco. You know, I'm, I'm even trying to move into uh, roof cleaning, which uh, requires a you know chemical and all that. We'll get into that maybe in another episode. Okay. But right. uh, as for the power washing, you know, it's a lot of stucco cleaning, which works hand in hand with the window cleaning because you end up getting you know water and soap on the windows. So once you have like the power washing and the window cleaning done at the end of the day, it is it's for the money instead of spending thousands of dollars on fresh paint and you get a nicely freshly rinsed off home and clean windows it's it's mighty satisfying oh yeah right. seriously and again i you know I, I guess we both grew up in construction and capacity right jordan and i right and there's so many jobs in construction and there's so much overhead of cost to equipment to prepping to i think it's the best case scenario what he does i've done a few jobs with him and it's, it's fun yeah. It's not... Seems like it'd be a really chill job. Yeah, it's not like, you know, you're not building stairs at a high volume and you're just... Right, no one's going to come... You know what I mean? No one's going to come yell at you. No, I'm really proud of you. I think it's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. You're launching your own business in your own right. and Yeah, see myself too in the long run, for sure. 2021, I think you'll get it launched and I think you'll do great with it. What What is your biggest hiccups about running your own business? Or your fears of running your own business going into 2021? We're in California, and California is rated pretty sure dead last in being a business-friendly state. That's for sure. So um, to become anything larger than executing as much as you can on yourself with the minimal headache that it takes to obviously only manage yourself and make a solid dollar and put your head to rest at night and not knowing, you know, and not like wondering like what the hell is so-and-so doing and, you know, so... But one of your, what you're trying to build is a network, right? Right now you're currently trying to build a network of people that could refer you jobs and building out a network of people that could help you find jobs, right? Because right. what we've talked about is how do you market this? How do you advertise this? Okay, that's is what it, I was going to ask. Is it penny saver driven? Is it digital marketing driven? It's so niche. It should be driven, yeah, I mean, I guess the obvious mm. answer is wherever you think the, pe- the people you're targeting are, gonna, are most likely to see it. 
So, like, rich people with big homes aren't going to look at the penny saver, probably. Well, that's not my For point. For example. This is where I would, yeah, right. Now, a lot of it's word of mouth. It's a lot of, a yeah. lot of you know, a neighbor's talk. Right, yeah. and, and, and they like, love showing window, off. Window cleaning is kind of the new thing, you know. It's not for every single city. Every single city is a little bit different, you know what I mean? I would never have thought about it. It was just something my mom would do every few months, and I was like, oh, I have to help clean the windows today. How would she do it? How would she do it? She would use newspapers. No and way! Oh my god! This stuff called sea spray, which is basically like ammonia. That's insane. Because the newspapers didn't leave That's any kind of residue. Says. Really? Like paper towels will leave little. You know, lint pieces. That's literally uh, what my grandmother don't. says. Really? Yeah. yeah. Old school way. That's that's. It's also crazy. like a little coarse, I guess. So. But this is why I think we're doing this podcast because I never knew there was money in this industry, and then going in 2021 with Jordan, I, <clears throat> there's money in it, especially being in Carlsbad, the areas in which we live. Oh yeah, dude. There's apparently a few wealthy people in the neighborhoods. Those windy days and like every. Shit gets dirty here because it doesn't rain very often, but it's humid, so there's always moisture collecting on your windows, and windows look like shit on most houses. So yeah, so it's actually coastal, brilliant. coastal windows oh, are yeah. always getting that sea breeze and that fog bank. Yep, they always need to be maintenance like fairly often, and it's not like I'm like taking advantage of someone that has money because I'm obviously doing the work to re-clean something. Yeah, right? you're you doing know, something. We do a service it. more often. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Right. What is what is the intervals of service? Quarterly, annually, monthly. There's the you know majority of people are you know your annual cleaning. Um, there are those people that are twice a year. Right. Um, we even have a new contract coming on right now. That's for a, I forget what it's called, like a drug recovery center in Rancho Santa Fe. Perfect. Um, and they they want a monthly cleaning of the area. <laughs> nice. I guess I guess people uh, recovering out there like to smoke a lot of cigarettes and they get ash everywhere. So. Mm-hmm. Keep on chiefing, and I need to clean that. Keep it up, keep it up. I'm gonna keep coming. Sorry, you guys, actually, cut that out, man. You guys don't need it. Listen to the podcast, we said worse. But no, I mean, again, so, but realistically, so far, you're targeting residential, but you would like to go into commercial going into 2021? No, no, I don't like, I don't want to touch commercial whatsoever. Commercial sounds like a headache. Is that a liability thing, or is that just harder to get accounts that way? Liability, and I've actually run across someone that actually has a large-scale, like, corporate window cleaning company, and it was kind of ironic because there I am being a residential window cleaning company, and yet this guy has a huge money-making skyscraper, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. the actual real deal, and it's just Yeah, the window counts on those things must be huge. Yeah, and he he talks about the liability. He talks about the liability and everything in it, and he says that, you know, his son got into it and went back down down into residential, so that's what kind of, like, makes me feel good with where I'm at. You know, I'm not focusing my area in the right area. Sure. Yeah, I mean... We, we both worked in corporate world. We know how fucking annoying it is to do everything. Can you imagine right. dealing with that as your customers? No. <laughs> I mean, no, thank you. I did this service 18 times. You paid me for three so far. Instead of one person, <laughs> you have to convince. You have to convince eight different people in different departments. Like, Are you implying that? that it has to go through AP again and you have 27 more approvals yeah. for me to get paid five, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. There are those people. Right. Yeah. Well, corporation. Yeah, someone owes me for three months of window cleaning right now. Yeah, it's just it's the name of the game. It's the name of the game. So, uh, Brennan needs work. You need a hired goon to go, you know, oh, this show him what's up. This is where <laughs> there's, no, there's no question. That would yeah. tag teaming and everything as he grows the business. Yeah, so practically, where we're at, uh, for people out there that obviously don't know, is that I'm a sole proprietor. We're doing stuff on the residential side. We come across more times than often a larger home. There's a group of people in the community that are just like me who are sole proprietors, have their own uh-huh. business license and liability insurance. We split commissions. Um, we have okay. relationships with companies that have been around town for 20 plus years, slash we have our own jobs. So that's how we really... Network it out. That's how we network it out, you know? Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I had no idea really... it's an industry. Like, the, once yeah, you tell me this, I'm like, me. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You do this for a living that pay you? That's rad. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's one of those things, though, that people like don't understand once they see you good at it, is that you were once bad at it. Right. And there was a time where you took forever to do something, and then there is a time now where you know how to approach it and do it right and do it well. Yeah. So it's one of those 
jobs where I remember just straight up just because I was young and I wasn't that experience and i'd spend all day at one house and i'd be stoked if it was a 200 dollars house be like hell yeah i'm making 200 bucks today right let's go you know did you have a mentor in the industry that got you into this industry that you worked for that taught you the ropes per se like mentor towards like what i was trying to be no did i have people that helped me become as experienced as i am today yes you know how how i went from being your typical employee to your, pat myself on the back here, say you're up above average, you know, residential window cleaner is, you know, I worked with several guys that have been doing this for 15 to 20 years plus, And I have a lot of respect for those guys. And they weren't hostile to a new person coming in on their turf? No, not at all. Because I'm 26 now. So like by the time, I'm like I'm, I started when I was 20 21 I started working with someone that actually knew what they were talking about mm-hmm. someone that who's actually made money in it that, and then 22 23 I worked with shout out to Dave if you ever listens to this he will now his name's <laughs> in it yeah <laughs> shout out Dave you're the homie bro there you go uh, yeah I met Dave you know and we uh, were partners for a few years and then you know we got you know, he, he made me a lot better. And there's Dave, there's Nate, there's Aaron, uh, there's Aaron Powish. You know, there's the Kennedy brothers. Yeah. There's the so a really North, Coast, North Coast windows. <clears throat> Shout out to even award window cleaning. You know, these are old. There's all uh, Carlsbad and Sanitas companies around here. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of competition at the same time. Yes, but at the same time, um, how many houses do you think there are in per neighborhood? Oh yeah, and they're right. just constantly yeah. building so, more. So uh, practically, it's just like it, there's enough to go around for everyone. Yeah, I don't, I don't become sour whatsoever when I hear someone else like hopping on board with the trade. It's all love, you know. We all help each other out around town. It's cool. That's awesome. Have you ever done anything like clean windows on like a brand new finished home or anything like that, or would that be too much like dealing with corporations? Uh, no, absolutely, definitely have. Uh, those are called construction cleanups. Yeah, those yeah. are much different than your traditional, uh, you know, spring cleaning per se. Uh huh. Um, those are completely different. Like more pro- in depth. Oh, absolutely, more in depth. You're taking you're taking cement off windows. You're scraping. You're oh shit. Yeah, that's yeah. like that's a whole different ballpark on its own. That like okay. is its each thing is its own can of worms. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know, but at the end of the day, you just you know have a you, if anyone's out there trying to do that, fuck, make sure you have a piece of paper that says you're not liable for anything because it's not your fault in the first place. That cements on whatever. Yeah. You're, just there to, you're just there to take it off. Right. So when you take it off, make sure you don't get sued for taking it off. Right. Right. So have scope of work. <laughs> have scope of work and your punch list before you take action. Yeah. 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 Don't let don't let the small guy, you know, just the window cleaner here, you know, but yeah. don't let the don't let the last guy that touched the place be the one that takes the blame for other people's shit. Right. Yeah. Because you would be on the last, one of the last people on the job side. Yeah. Absolutely. Any, any they expect perfection after what our job is literally. And people expect perfection. We get we call it white glovers. People that just like you know imaginary put on a white glove on their hand. They'll go look for dust and just look for something dirty to show and show you and be like, "What's this?" You know. <laughs> but at the same time, there's a lot of cool people out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the name of the game. Yeah. Name of the game, man. Everyone's out there. Yeah, the customer service. Kill, kill them with love. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. It's a business niche I never saw, and the more I've learned from Jordan and now I research and. You know, trying to help him understand what he's going to do in 2021 and build it out. There's a market share for it. Are you trying to expand or, like, do you have an end goal for what you are trying to do? Yeah, absolutely. My end goal is, um, like I said before, I'm a sole proprietor. I'm not a full-running business with employees, with PTO and, like, whatever you want to call it. I get subcontracted a lot from a few companies. Okay. Very thankful for them. But my end goal is to be what they are now to me. So they're cutting out the middleman. Yeah, I mean... For sure. I mean, I've talked to people that have bought businesses. I've, they mean, they make their own. They, you know, people make their own portfolio. Just make your own portfolio instead of buying someone else's portfolio. You, you know huh. what I mean? There's no personal opinion, obviously, there. No, but, that's a good one. But you, you wanna, your ideal game plan is to build from the ground up. 
yeah, my, my game plan is each year to make more money, and by the time, hopefully, that I call myself old, that I have people doing the work for me. Yeah. So, or you make a phone call. Sounds like my kind of plan. Yeah, I mean, really. You know, uh, but, <laughs> Point but, yourself in the direction you want to end up, and then just work hard. Yeah. It usually works out. And you, you make a phone call to a guy to go do the job, and you take a cut of that job. Yeah. That's I mean, pretty awesome. I mean, like, I work on commission right now, and, you know, and we just, yeah. we call it fair commission, and... It's like it works for her and works for me, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's great. As you as you just heard, her. Yeah. Yeah. It's a female business owner in the industry as well. R- really cool guys. You know. So you've never done like any flyers, any door to door knocking, no like. Oh, absolutely! I've done door knocking. I've left flyers. I've left cards. But honestly, people, just from my experience. The cards don't work. People get sold on the face. If you're a young startup company up there, or wherever the hell you are, you know, go go knock on some doors. You know, like be that. Like, don't think that you're just gonna like sit in your room and you're gonna buy some thing that's gonna market yourself for you. People want to see your face. People want to see your ambition, and people will, like get sold on like who they're hiring, other than like whatever phone number is on whatever the hell they're looking at. Because really, in my mind, I feel like you're selling yourself more than the service. Absolutely. People want to see yourself. People want to see, like, they want, they want to see who they're hiring. Right. You know what I mean? If that person, for example, if that person that I knock on that door to essence to just leave a business card, if they open the door, I'm five times more likely to close a deal than I would if they didn't open the door and I just left the card. That's a great point. Personal opinion on yeah. that, on that stat. <laughs> that's a great stat. That's good. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good stat. I mean, because it was honestly that like, they never they never call back if it's just a card. Right. I mean, yeah, right. I'll, I'll say I need to do some work on my cards, guys. But <laughs> but when they open the door and they and you you know right. treat treat them to uh, hey I'm so and so I live around here and this right. is what I do personal connection and they're like cool I could use that I'm down to support you. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, there's the, you know with all the repeat business there's it's definitely awesome to to see people every so often you know we catch up you know we do things and... well you become a friend uh, yeah it's, it comes to a you build a relationship yeah we don't like yeah. do things but like yeah but it's a relationship though that's what like business the the we'll see essence around of town, business like, is business management I mean it's relationship management that's to say when you're a familiar face they know you therefore they trust you therefore they'll hire you right, right. it's like everything Ex- more exposure makes people more comfortable to whatever it is Right. Yeah. yeah, right. I think part of us wanting to talk about business today was to uh, try and like inspire people maybe a little bit to not follow the route of oh I'm gonna go down corporate America route. The but, nine to five. Yeah, the nine to five route. Yeah. I think part of what we wanted to at least is bring up for a moment here is that trades are a cool thing. And it doesn't, and like as something as random as window cleaning and power washing, has made me, as far as this point in my life, live a pretty good life. Right. So. And you found it relatively young. That's from so as we talked about in pre-production is, college is not for everyone. So find your niche early if you can. But if you can't keep trying shit till you find it, that's all yeah, I mean, I do. think that's what it really comes down to, yeah. right? True that. I mean, Some people I just no... get luckier than others and find it sooner. Absolutely, this was the weirdest thing when I ever got introduced to it. I mean, I worked at a sandwich and beer shop. I worked a hellish ninety days at Starbucks. I didn't know you worked at Starbucks. Oh, that was the worst days of my life. No, honestly, like literally, the GM was like, "We're getting your ninety days in, so you don't like look bad on like future whatever." <laughs> you know, and then like you know, she was just—it was just a mutual thing that this isn't for me. So, got it. All got good it. Starbucks, just not for me. Got it. Uh, I remember you worked at the yoga place in high school. Yeah, Frigos uh, and Frutos. Yeah, man, I used to hit that place up. Oh yeah, oh, that, cool. I'll never forget that pomegranate and acai. Oh, wonder if they still have it. Like was it the best thing ever? Yeah, it was pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of strawberries and blueberries on that, and called it a day. I visit him Oh my god, I'm in. I want one. Yeah, I hope they're doing good. You know, yeah. I hope they're in business. You know, you know after this, um, coronavirus stuff. It's been a minute. Business is hard. I mean, again, well, I think a lot of things we've covered in pre-production is California business structure, big business regulations, and being a sole proprietor, knowing the 
tax implications going into 2021, how to work these things out. It's a lot to be your own boss and be a business owner. And how do you... Yeah, when you're, uh, when you're state and... Uh, local yeah, your state and local government's raising your uh, taxes by over 10% in a single year from 2020 to 2021. Seriously, right. it's right. it's kind of not motivating to step your game up, to uh, take that leap of faith and invest into trying to get employees, so uh, and be out there and try not to. Which vote. is why you love this gig, <laughs> because you could get a job and do it yourself. Yeah, I can get out and do it myself. You know, and that's great. But you know, more times than not, you know, as you know, these homes are big. You know, I need help. You know, right. we work together, as I said, on these you know sole proprietors out there. Yeah, you know, obviously they, they cost money if you want to start splitting stuff, you know, but yeah. obviously how you like, get on top in the world is, you know, you, you help out other people by being able to yep. contribute to their life by having a job. Network. That they can, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's my end goal. Like, I want jobs that are, were helping someone that was like me when I was like 20 and mm. trying forward. to, yeah, dude, it was, you know, it was a cool thing, man. Like, like I love... The people that I've met over the past five years. Yeah. Six years now. It's really cool. That, that's nice. I mean, I don't see yeah. everyone anymore, but like from all the people that I've met over the past six years, I mean, I've gotten gifts. I've gotten that poster right there, guys, right there. Okay, yeah. Nice. That poster right there was... What is that? that was, what am I looking at? That poster right there, that's an original poster that was hung up in the radio station of KPRI 106.5. I was doing a job for this guy, sorry I don't remember your name, in Rancho Santa Fe. I guess he just thought I was a good dude and he gave me this poster that was hung up in that radio station for who knows how many years after they went out of business. Like that thing's practically a piece of San Diego history. like history right there. It's awesome. That's rad. So it's a pen and ink poster of a nude man and woman walking into the surf and there's like a cobbled path um, at the edge of the water. And then the bottom half of the picture is a profile of a man's face. It's very interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to really... Uh, good on you. That, was, that is a man's face. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's very, what kind it's of... It's a really captivating poster. It's, yeah, that's... Yeah. That's cool. That is really cool. I'm, like, mesmerized on it now. <laughs> um, Brains in love. Yeah, no, seriously. Shout out to Creative Culture. I'm about to crack another can. Oh, shit. That's Jack Skellington right there. Yes, sir. We got a uh, sour cobbler ale with peaches, vanilla, cinnamon, milk sugar, and I'm pretty sure the like the milk sugar in this stuff is like the science behind it. That's like the cutting edge beer game stuff. Is that like they extract the sugar out of whatever and like put it into these smoothie beers or whatever? Yeah, yeah. It's like the blockchain to crypto. <laughs> hey, uh, hey! I'm mining some crypto. If anyone's mining crypto out there, I just don't like crypto. Do you live in crypto? No, but my uh, my my new colleague in the IT department does it. He always talks about how he makes like four dollars a day, and it's like, how, <laughs> cool. How much did your electricity bill go up? <laughs> but about with mining, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've uh, I just downloaded a thing called like Pi and B, and I'm just mining whatever. Nice. Um, That's like refreshing, right? It, like you just go on an app and you refresh it. Uh, it just you go on the numbers. app and you touch the button, which activates whatever it does in the background of your phone and what it does in the background of my phone. From oh, it does a, on your phone. From a quick glance at a YouTube video, is a it fills in internet blockchains, which is whatever fucking internet blockchain is, and it fills in it for a company so that it can... You, do whatever the hell it does but anyways bottom line you're helping the company become something so they by them using your internet access and you helping their internet blockchains they reward you with free stock and that's what's the only thing to pay attention to is that they give you free stock for helping them out for doing nothing and uh one day you know you know sure it's a penny stock at first but who knows yeah you know it could be worth cool. some money yeah, yeah it's just a Interesting. World, world that one thing uh, Jordan and I have talked about is investing in cryptocurrencies. I'm trying to learn about cryptocurrencies and blockchain, <laughs> and it is it is quite the fascinating. Uh, I think uh, crypto uh, Bitcoin cl- uh, hit 
60 or 58,000 this week? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Last I saw it was in the 40s, but I haven't been following it. So it's, uh, uh, it's yeah, it's 58 something right 58, now. 58, wow. yeah. So it's crazy, People man. People are scared of that inflation that we warned y'all about. That's crazy, man. And the Ethereum's, I think, at like 2,000. Whenever I read something today that Tesla has made a billion dollars on their Bitcoin investment already. Like, Shut the fuck up. What the so, fuck? That's been like a week? A, a week. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Tesla, on their balance sheet, they said they're going to take, they bought $1.5 billion out of Bitcoin having a balance sheet for transactional purposes. I'm currently tasting beer, so I'm looking at Preston's face and... Oh my god, and, yeah. Uh, it think, does taste like cobbler. Holy just, shit. I think it's just, so good. I think you just had an orgasm. Uh, Peach cobbler is like one of my favorite things ever, and it tastes like it really does taste like it. Damn, shit's thick, guys. With like three C's. So the C's. question is, now you said the same thing. That's Jack from, right? That's Jack Skellington, yeah. Skellington from yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. Now is that trademarked or is that a you know? I don't know. It'll say somewhere if it is. I bet you it can't be like they would have had. They to, haven't been caught yet. You know what I mean? Artwork by Fusion Four One Eight. Mm. But anyways, you can look them up on Instagram. Yeah, at Fusion Four One Eight. Yeah, pretty solid beer. Yeah, let's give a shout out. Honestly, while we're talking about these beers, to Chris over at High Time Liquor, Escondido, cool guy. Go support him. Once again, High Time Liquor in Escondido, California. I will see you shortly, Chris. Yeah, seriously. I need to restock Jordan's refrigerator because I had a few. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I spent two hundred dollars on these yesterday. (laughs) <laughs> over 200 bucks so yeah these things are quite a treat no pun intended <laughs> we'll let you know if uh, Jordan goes into a diabetic coma soon <laughs> right yeah I'm getting, that sh- I'm getting a sugar buzz honestly after this damn that is good yeah so the one say honest, honestly it's like a fucking apple pie from Julian <laughs> yeah you're right it is that's here. what it tastes like right. that is a fact yeah and yes it's with the crumble on top it's fucking good <laughs> for those of you that aren't lucky enough to live in southern california that's uh julian is like a place up in the mountains where you go for apple pie in the fall that's right <laughs> right it's about 50 60 miles east yeah. of uh north East San Diego County. Up in the mountains and there's snow and it's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's also very crowded in the winter. <laughs> very quaint little town. Beautiful town. Yeah, very much so. Very good apple Can pie. Can snowboard up there? Damn good pie. No no, no there's snowboarding. No, there's no snowboarding here. But let's go back to the pie. Let's go back to the pie. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had it once, but it was really good. Only once? Uh-huh. Wow. I've only made the trip to Julian once. Wow. Um, Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Julian's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we might do a separate podcast if I'm exi- invited, of course. To uh, of course, we'll maybe do a pie episode on Julian. You know, I've been to two of the three main pie companies up there, so well, uh, we need to get you to the third one then. Yeah, absolutely. You know, unfortunately, there was a snowy day, and like I heard, the owners of the company weren't able to make it in town because it was too much traffic and it was snowed in. Oh man! So. Uh, yeah, once we do it, once I get up there to that third pie company, we'll, we'll have a, a good contrast of what's going on. Right. There. You should bring some samples back for us. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, up to, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a berry pie kind of guy. Oh, yeah, same. But we'll, I still we'll call have... that the fourth B. We like berry pies around here. Beer business, beef, and berry pies. There you go, yeah. man. Hey. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I love an apple pie, but it's all about that razzleberry. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Razzleberry? Oh, yeah. It's just like all the... Berry? Uh, I think it's just like all the different berries. Like art- it's, all, it's a mixture of all Sounds the like an artificial, variety. like, sour candy. What's yeah, right? It's invented by Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one I had in um, Virginia? Virginia has a specific type of berry that's really... I can't remember what it's called, but... Boysenberry? No. I'll get back to that one, but... All right. Yeah. No, I like berries, Huckleberry? Too. Maybe it was. was it a huckleberry pie? Yeah, maybe huckleberry. Yeah, huckleberry. Oh, right. Yeah, huckleberry. Yeah, I definitely like that. Yeah, you gotta get to Julian. Julian's awesome. Of course, yeah. I've been there. Yeah, Julian's sick. But yeah, what's going on in your world, Preston? I got more Aladdin pants. I like them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're Aladdin pants? Yeah. They're Aladdin. These ones are for sure, but... What yeah, are you getting them out exciting. Again? Oh, just a website. Uh, I, I kind of am out of the ones that I like on that website. So I'm thinking about looking at other places because I want another pair. I want a pair that actually looks like Aladdin's pants. <laughs> but Got it. Gazoon tight. Yeah, uh, 
The world's good? Yeah, fascinating, right? Talking about my Aladdin pants. Uh, I don't go shopping for clothes. I haven't done it in years, so hey, good on you. Um, no, my world's good. I, um, I spun fire at Black Beach <laughs> again yesterday, so that was a lot of fun. And I spun fire on Saturday as well, so. But it was super uh, windy, though, yeah? Yeah. How'd the flame, I mean, how'd that go with the flame and spin and... Uh, so even though I had a torch lighter, it was still pretty hard to light the staff, the dragon staff, which sure. means if I'd had just a bic, it would have been impossible. So that, that torch lighter I got was definitely worth it. Pardon me there, had to take a steady stream. Nice. Yeah, he's had a lot of these burning barrel bears. One pint at a time, baby. That's right. I can understand why, holy shit. Yeah, this would be one of those dangerous drinks you want to... Like lock in the liquor cabinet after you yeah. pour one. This only this only exists for your close homies right here. So <laughs> yeah, no. whoever's listening, or for there, a hot date, welcome. Yep. God damn. Yeah. Well, I, I'm definitely going to check out that. Uh, Do you have store. the sugar content? Does it label anything on the sugar content on there? Oh hell no! I also wouldn't sell. <laughs> That's all. Eighty-seven grams. Best yeah, <laughs> not to think about it. I would honestly double that. A fucking Coca-Cola is that? Are you kidding me? You see these things pour. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Bro. Like, this thing's probably... Honestly, guys, obviously you can't see it. But then again, since we're just talking about Julian, they have some awesome apple cider up there as well. Ooh, this is uh, practically... Yeah. Well, hard cider at the brewery up there, too, is honestly as good as it gets. It doesn't even taste the alcohol. Uh, shout, out Ju- sh- shout out Julian Beer Company, honestly, for their apple cider. Like, I've had the... I've had the Angry Orchids, I've had the Red Ales, but honestly, Julian's got it going on when it comes down to that apple stuff. I'll have to make it a point of that, yeah. Yeah, I am definitely partakes in the Angry Orchard ciders, but I, mean, I don't think I've had Julian's. Not, honestly, it's as good as, it's It's like significantly better than like the, the bottled stuff. It's really? just like apple juice that gets you drunk, basically, is what it sounds like. Which it's, sounds, a, it's a precursor to this shit. It's pretty clear. <laughs> it's, no, no, honestly, when you when they pour it, when they were pouring it, I was concerned because I was like, I ordered an apple. I ordered a hard cider. Yeah, but there's no color in it. Huh? At all. It's as if they're pouring you a fucking water with a slight bubble of sparkling in it. Wow. And you're like, holy shit, this has fucking flavor and alcohol in it. What? And it's it's damn good. Right. It's better than all the others too. I wonder how they do that. It's crazy. Yeah, because isn't there in the, you know, in the is it pulp? That'd be pulp. The pulp of the apple. Yeah, I'm not sure, dude. It's because it'd be thick. It'd be like it would have to strip it. It's not thick at all. The apple cider. I don't know the process. That's I guess my point. Well, I don't know what makes cider like that color. That's what I'm getting at. Like what makes juice that color? It's probably the pigments from the skin that leak out. Maybe. All right, we'll look into this. That's a good question. Yeah, why is apple cider so beautifully amber? Right. What's the name of this podcast again? All opinions, no f- oh, or I don't. What's your opinion? It doesn't have to be a fact. Right. <laughs> oh, don't worry, it won't be. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I figure it's probably. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. It's nature caramelizing itself. It's apple juice. I don't know. But apple fermentation, juice, whatever. Do the apple juice we see is that colored by the factory or is that hmm, now yeah. apple juice? I don't think so. Um, honestly, after no taking it from a like you know local brewery, not you know large scale shipping this stuff out. Yeah. They don't have to put a color in it to sell it. Yeah, and and the fact thinking. of the matter that this stuff literally looked like fucking Arrowhead water to me. I don't like Arrowhead water. Let's call it Dasani. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Dasani. We're in Carlsbad. Let's give a shout out to Carlsbad alkaline water. Pretty tasty. Stop bumping up the prices. It's just fucking water. <laughs> so, but yet you keep paying. I mean, shit. I'm about to go to the glacier station across the street. Oh, I mean, I use the box. convenient. Brandon, don't tell people that. You're on a podcast. <laughs> I always You're use on a bottle. podcast, Brandon. So I come to Jordan's house, and he's like, oh, the bottle of water's right there. No, I'm going to use the faucet. You know? Uh, the the buildup in the pipes are probably good for my health, right? Sure. Uh-huh. Um, you look robust. <laughs> the sure. iron in my blood. And sh- Anyways. Yeah, you know that, like, nice turquoise color that you have at your fucking uh, park? <laughs> Local park on your water fountain. Oh god, that's probably that's probably the inside of your entire body, and you're just like kryptonite, bro. 
Jesus. Dude, I'm gonna live forever. Fuck. <laughs> Inside your like, internal oh. organs look like a peacock. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that blue shit on Oh, I can totally picture that turquoise yeah, sorry. shit. I might t- I might sip in my beard I'm, talking about that I'm too. Scarred. Fuck. Man. <laughs> what does it kill you only makes you stronger? Yeah, and I, oh, I never get laid. I drink out of a lot of drinking fountains, so there was a lot of opportunity there. Um, I don't, I don't know if I could ever do it again. Are people weird. able to comment on this? Of yeah, course. but I don't listen. <laughs> we love our audience. Uh-huh. We do listen. We censor. This is not a conversation. This is, I've listened this is to this podcast. podcast before I was on it. For the record. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm sorry for scaring you off with the most likely the third episode where I talked about mushrooms horribly edited. Yeah. Hey, but back to the three Bs. Beer, business, and beef, guys. Yeah. You, hey, you're killing it, man. At your age. Dude, I think at your age, see. At your age. Beer, business, and beef wasn't supposed to come back straight to the topic about me, guys. I'm just saying. Overall well, podcast, beer, business, beef. Yeah. So, I mean, beef could be something you eat. Beef can be something that, you know, simply, you got beef on. You got any beef in your life, Brennan? Oh, I have beef. That's why we have this podcast. <laughs> we solely have this podcast to get the beef out of my fucking head. That's why we have it. It's therapeutical. Well, I'm going to sell my beer and you're going to tell me about your beef. beef. Lay some beef on us. You know, I think my biggest challenge in life currently is how to maintain relationships, family or not. And, uh, you know... I think that's my biggest one right now. That's my biggest challenge. That's your. That's not a beef though. It's that's a fucking a huge beef. You believe in my family? It's a fucking daily beef. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking like Eminem and MGK kind of beefs. <laughs> oh. I'm talking Kobe beef. <laughs> <laughs> that works too. Actually, that's why I was saying we had Kobe beef burgers. I'm just kidding. That wagyu. What's up? <laughs> what? That wagyu. Can't give out you wagyu girl. I'm lost. Wagyu, wagyu, wagyu like, beef. That Japanese fine it's beef. It's better than Kobe beef. Oh. Or as it's, it's the, the most same. expensive beef in the yeah. world. Oh, no wonder why I've never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on the shopping aisle. Yeah. In which I look. Shout out Nobu. <laughs> Shout out Nobu. If you know about Nobu, Nobu's fucking. That's a sushi place, right? Yeah, sushi. It? It's, a fine, it's a fine diner. They have it down in San Diego at the Hard Rock. And you know who started that? Who? I don't. Robert Neither. De Niro. <laughs> I was going to say, neither does Brennan. Okay. Wow. No, right? <laughs> Holy shit. I, I almost drew a blank there. Uh, <laughs> Robert De Niro. He's co-owner. Um, does he ever show up there? Well, the franchise. It's huge. Oh. It's a national... That kind of owner. Yeah. The money. He was probably a significant investor. Right. Exactly. Uh, gotcha. Ah, uh, beef. I don't know, man. I think all is good right now. I think 2021, you know, I think you launching your business, I think it's great. I think me trying to navigate my career and or what to do, I think it's huge. Getting past 20. Yeah, I think there's potential for us to, you know, uh, team up and conquer something around here, man. You know, yeah. I know a lot of brothers in the area that uh, they work together and they both you know, are able to make six figures. Shit. Um, yeah. Knowing that at a young age, that's what's like kept me uh, driven and knowing that I may not be making a lot of money today, but I know that people uh, are able to, you know, have a family and. You know, like live in California in general somehow. Have a good lifestyle here. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm not really the most fond of our taxes and the government around here. Well, again, it's just one of those things that, you know. Want me to say, uh, re- recall Newsom, please? <laughs> <laughs> you want to hashtag it too at the same time? <laughs> Go ahead. I got my petition over there on the, on the, on the dining table. You know, again, the, the best thing about being a business owner, though, too, at the same time is you have write-offs. So it's just learning the tax taxation. So... Since you you're um, selling an outdoor product, there's not a lot of person-to-person contact. I mean, how much did the COVID pandemic hurt your business? Did you still have to shut down? Uh, I mean, severely at first. I mean, ninety um, percent of the business is usually inside and out window cleaning, oh, which, okay. which means that we're doing the inside of the window and the outside. Right. That's how you really get your uh, your pop factor, honestly. Right. Yeah. And um, to be clear, I mean, twenty twenty wasn't the best year for window cleaning, right? I mean. I mean, honestly, it was one of the better years ever, I've had ever. I was able. You know what it is. Uh, actually, at the end of the year, I was able. Uh, when I uh, got my money report, I made as much money as I did in twenty twenty as I did in twenty nineteen oh, in six or seven months. Holy shit! So I'm very optimistic for what this year has in store for me. That's awesome. That's awesome. But it's man. a very seasonal thing, right? And this is where I think what I've seen, it's very seasonal driven. So is it your main right. driver well, is like from April to October. 
Well, March, March through the holiday season, of course, there's a little bit of dips here and there. But practically January, February, March, don't expect to make anything. If you, I mean, and even, you know, oh. that's how I approach it mentally. So I save. But, you know, during the winter months, I've been thankful enough living in California like this. You know, I've been able to work like three, tam- three times a week, and that's enough to put uh, food on the table and pay rent. Yeah, right. So. It's good, man. Kicking ass. Yeah. Do yeah, you I, want to have your own business, Preston? I do, but I'm, there's things that I have to get past, like not wanting to deal with customers. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big one. Is that your biggest fear? Let's talk about fears with small business. Well, that's just one of many. I'm scared of... The taxation. Seriously, yeah. yeah. It's like, who am I working for? Well, and when com- it's like, I'm trying to fucking do something for myself and others, and it's like, I'm paying the government more than my employees. Right. I, mean, I, I, don't, know, I don't know if that's true, but... The, 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 the complexity is the taxation, too. Knowing what you're doing, going into a bid, or as you go into 2021, knowing how to bid on a job based on your overhead. Right, so here's something I wanted to ask you, actually. Um, how did you... How do you price your product like how did you or how do you have you do you ever increase do you pay attention to the competitors yeah luckily for me i was able to being a sole proprietor i got so uh, subcontracted by many companies each one had their slightly different you know expectations and what mm-hmm. they did but they all range between you know eight and twelve bucks twelve bucks and you know obviously on the dirtier side okay uh, but yeah it's a per window basis thing so it's strictly a per window thing so if you take a long time at first and it sucks yeah. hopefully you can charge more to charge pay for your efforts right but when it comes down to if you're good at it and you're cruising through a house they need to pay per the window not for how long it took you just like when it comes to the computer guys yeah it's the same way they charge for mechanics like auto mechanics Exactly. Auto mechanics, they charge charge two hours for a radiator when it takes them 45 minutes. Right, exactly. Correct. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? It's a window cleaning. You know, you got the right tools. You know what you're approaching. Uh, You know how to do it. You do it right. You got the right tools. One of the the, the surprising things for me was the the level of tools you need and the cost of those tools. Pretty pretty low overhead. I mean, I'm sure the squeegees run out of like have to be replaced often for one thing. Yeah, rubber. You know, obviously we're talking we're talking about window cleaning guys. We're not talking about you know big machinery. Yeah, it's like obvious when there's problem when you need it. Yeah, like overhead guys, you're looking at probably about depending on your insurance, of course, you're running proper insurance, good insurance, eight hundred to thousand dollars a year on insurance for yourself. I, you're talking about you know you're, you're talking about liability insurance liability insurance yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. and then from there you know you got your setup you got your ladders i have a 28 foot i have a 24 foot i got adjustable feet on both of them have you ever fallen off a ladder no because i've done that don't do knocking that. on wood fellas where no i have not growing up when doing construction i plan to keep have, both my feet on the ladder that's right is why i have fear of ladders like it's <laughs> a good reason no I, ah <laughs> So, yeah, don't fall off ladders. It hurts. Pro tip yeah. from Brandon. Yeah. You're welcome. There don't you fall go. off the ladder. But, yeah, you got, you know, you got your ladders, your buckets, you got your work belts, your squeegees, Cleaning you got your squeegee obviously. handles, you got your squeegee rubber, and that's what Dude. really makes it professional, guys, that you always got to have fresh rubber. You got to get it. So it's the workflow. You got to have the fresh rubber. Yeah, you ever heard that um, windshield, that obviously needs your, the windshield wiper needs to be replaced? It's like, yeah, you don't want that shit on your right. window washer. Yeah, I need new windshield wipers, too. I hate that shit. No, I, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of small stuff to it. I know it's a little bit of hee hee ha ha, you know, like window cleaning this and that. You know, you're not you're not like formally going to work and stuff, but you know it's but an there's honest, technique it's an honest, to it. There's a technique to it. Yeah. There's an honest trade to it. Yeah, and you can make a solid dollar out, out there, guys. So another shout out to not only just being inspired to start something on your own, entrepreneur wise, but don't be worried about what people think about like how you look with what you're doing. Just like know that you're doing what it takes for you to like put a roof over your head and like put food on your table and like have respect in yourself. Don't be worried about what your image is based on how you make your money. Well said. Yeah, definitely. How do people get a hold of you? Facebook. Yeah. I'm on people's Facebook book groups. I'm on uh what I'm in people's yeah, I'm in people's neighborhoods. You know, they yeah. talk about me, I'll hand them a card, you know, once they get get to like talk to me and like yeah, you know, know me a little bit. They're like, all right, cool. Like, I'm going to support this guy. I love it too. I'm, I'm really, I think I'm a more of a personal people to where I stay more mentally healthy 
from meeting people. Yeah. Like, I, I, if I were to wake up at 6.30 every day, go to an office, and do whatever the fuck office people do. Make small talk, and then and drink coffee. Small talk, shitty coffee, and fucking, like, punching numbers into a desktop computer. That's dude. what it's I like, do. <laughs> not, no, I'm sorry, bro. I mean... No, it's not satisfying or fulfilling at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, man. This is why we have this podcast. <laughs> this is how he gets his venting out. Yeah, I mean, I, I love doing what I do. It's weird. No, it's awesome. It's I mean, people. most of the time, it's probably awesome weather while you're doing what you're doing, right? Yeah, I mean, certain California is such good weather. You know, we have a rainstorm, snowstorms here. So, like, when, you know, the offer season, the off season is January, February, you know, you just, we got local mountains, you got Big Bear, you got Mammoth, you know. So, I love to go snowboarding. Yeah, so uh, people in Salt Lake, I know I was one of them, love to brag about how you can get to, like, all kinds of terrain from a 40-minute drive. Maybe it's just me that says that, but I'm pretty sure other people do. <laughs> anyway, you can 40 get, like, minutes, man. That's a whole lot better than an hour. Yeah. But I mean, like, San Diego's <laughs> almost that good. Yeah. It's like, you can be, but plus add the ocean to that, so therefore it's better. So right. there you go. Yeah, right. that's why I, that's why I love San Diego. No, it's hard to, yeah, it's one of those places that's love it. Uh, yeah, you have to love it enough to share it with all the annoying people that live right. here. And then also <laughs> at the same time, can you afford, you know, afford it, right? Just like any relationship, there's a give and a take. Yeah. I think we covered a good amount of stuff. Anything yeah. else on any more uh, bees we want to cover over there? I think we're good on the bee action. I mean, I'm well said, Jordan. I uh, I really look forward to your business growth in 2021, and I'm here for you. Preston's here for you now too, and uh, kick ass, take names, man. Cheers to that, fellas. Yeah, sweet. Thanks. Have a good day, guys. Peace, Peace out, everyone. <laughs>